0: My name is Jeff Hansen, and you're listening to Run Fulfilled. Thanks for tuning in to Run Fulfilled. My name is Jeff Hansen. Um, my guest tonight is Audra McGee. Audra, thanks for coming on the show. How Thank are you, you doing? Thank you so
1: much for having me. I'm all right. How about you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Have you had a chance to get out and play in the snow yet?
1: Yes, Okay. if you count shoveling. And then yes, I did go running today a bit, um, but I did the roads mostly on Mount Tom, but I did go off into the trails a little bit.
0: How are the trails?
1: Um, I mean, I literally just did um, by Chapin and uh, reservation road. So just a little bit. So people are coming up from the streets there. So there's definitely some snowshoes, um, but not a lot. Like, I mean, it's still, you might want to choose to just be in the fresh snow just cause it's so bumpy where people yeah. have been stepping.
0: So, it may be micro spikeable in a few days. Then I
1: don't, yeah, like right now, you don't want spikes. It's just snow. Yeah. There's nothing icy on the trail yet.
0: Well, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is, as a guest, I, I feel like we run the same trails and we're constantly going back and forth on, on the yes. segment, uh, local legend segments.
1: Local uh, legend is it, so funny,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Another way to get people sucked into the, the app. Uh, the, uh, the Mount Tom trails are extremely special to me. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about uh, what that area of, of, of terrain means for you.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm from here. So like uh, Northampton, Um, but also when I was younger, I had an apartment in East Hampton. So I've always done the the normal hike up to the star thing, like since I was pretty young. So that was kind of my first Mount Tom stuff. And then, you know, I was I'm old enough that I've been to the water park and stuff. So there's that. And it's just interesting that over the years I was just thinking about this, um, how there's still new things to find on Mount Tom. Um, I never thought I would trail run. I used to hike and then every once in a while see someone running and be like, what? What are they doing? That's crazy. Um, And it literally wasn't till two years ago. Nate Davis actually kept asking me, why don't you try trail run? like, I don't, that's crazy talk. Like, how do you do that? And now it's like, oh, it's so much more fun. Um, Yeah. So then I've been taking a couple of years. Now I finally feel like I know most of the trails. So it's been a fun journey.
0: You're up there quite a bit. Now, did you start as a road runner then?
1: Yep. And just like 5Ks, maybe 10K here and there, but only racing really 5Ks until... Yeah.
0: Can you tell me a little bit about your uh, kind of motivations? What got you started as a, a runner? What led you down the path?
1: Um, I I was, I did uh, track in um, cross country in high school. And even before that, when I was little, you know, the Northampton games they did with Sugarloaf, like I used to do those as a little kid. So I always liked running and didn't even do cross country until I was a senior because I just was thought of as a, a uh, mid-distance sprinter and just didn't really think about distances for a long time. And then, you know, now I think of as a, a 5K, is, that's a sprint nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, right? So, So that's how I started out running and then, you know, took the hiatus of a lot of my 20s didn't really run a lot except for maybe in the spring and summer here and there and got back into it maybe right before I turned 30 or so, maybe a little like 28 or something like that, I got back into it. And then just did like, yeah, 5k. So my runs would be like two to five miles on the roads.
0: And was it an instigating factor for you getting back into it in your late 20s, early 30s?
1: Uh, yeah, just kind of trying to grow up a little bit, you know, like having and the knowing that I always liked running. At that point, I was thinking about starting a family soon and all that. So I think there's the health benefit, but I also liked running. So it's not I'm not getting any younger. So why am I not running if I like running so much? And trying to get back into doing something that felt like was always a part of who I was.
0: That's really interesting to hear you say that. I uh, essentially took my 20s off from running yep. and just on a whim at a party, decided to throw my name in the hat and sign up for the New York City Marathon. Oh, wow. Uh, when, when I'm getting in and you know, the rest is history as I say, uh, I've been running ever since then. And, and you know, I'm extremely grateful that I came back to it after not pursuing it uh through my 20s uh so you started back in um you said you started trail running with some um pushing pulling from nate maybe
1: yeah yeah him and just a whole bunch of people have been very i mean i feel like there was just this the first one i went with i mean it was him and Jason, and um, Chris Kuzak and all those guys, and um, Lisa Greco, so I got in with people who are already crazy great trail runners to begin with, so I, I and then it, it kicked my butt, the first, and he was like, yeah, you'll be fine, and yep. the first, like, the first climb, the first one we did was actually starting at Underwood, so I was like, oh, wow, this is a long time, we're just going uphill, and then once that's over at the top, and then realizing, oh, now we're going to, you know, Knowles." dry knoll and over climbing goats and i ended up having to walk like so much of it because i was like oh my god this is insane they just all run all of this that's nuts um
0: that's quite a place to have your first trail run yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely
0: now are is is trail racing do you you said you did one of the backyard events and the
1: yeah i mean this year yeah it's just been obviously virtual stuff. I mean, I've only done two trail races. I did the first one was Seven Sisters, because that's a great way to-
0: (laughs) Great way to start trail racing. Yeah, and very easy, very doable trail race. It's
1: Right, well, and then I was training for all these people who have insane times, you know, like they're all like, some of their best times are like 2.15s and, you know, 2.30s you know, they're all really, really good. And like, you're gonna do great, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay, I don't know about great. It was funny because they, you know, they tell you to put in your half marathon pace. No, yes. Um, And then add an hour. Yep. And that was completely wrong because then when I got my bib, I got an elite bib and it was my, and it was, and I even remember getting it and they kind of looked at me like, we've never seen you before. I "I don't think this is going to be correct for you. (laughs) And yeah, so the whole, I remember the whole day, like people looking at me, like eyeing me down. I'm going to, you don't have to watch out for me. Like I'm. (laughs) like have the wrong bib. <laughs> so I mean, this is obviously hurt.
0: one of the years when it was a wave start then?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was, I mean, yeah. So I didn't do quite as good as I thought I would do anyhow, but I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to get that kind of pace. Um, but a lot of it's in your head. Cause I, I you know, I, I had never run and eaten really until I started training for the sisters and I was bad at it. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't even usually drink water running even in the summer. Cause I'd only be gone for like an hour and every once in a while, if I was gone for longer I'd have like a teeny thing of water so I just it was just this whole new thing to learn how to take in nutrition while you're running and it's so much hills on on the sisters too so I made mean, definitely got in my own head that oh this is getting really hard and you know I just wanted to make it through so I do think I took it a little easier than maybe I could do but not by a lot so I was looking forward to this year and doing a lot better but
0: no I don't think there's any race as humbling as Seven Sisters. I, that was also my first go at a a trail race. I, I tripped trails, but I had drastically woefully underestimated the difficulty of that course. Have you been out there to do some more training during the the lockdown and pandemic?
1: Um, Uh, right before it, we started training. Um, me, I was mostly with Lisa and, uh, we did three or four different runs. Like we did most of the trail two different times. And then I think twice we did the whole course. So out and back. And I was feeling pretty good. And that was like the end of March. And then after that, I didn't run with anybody until the end of May, I think, or maybe the beginning of June. After that, there was that big gap of not running with anyone. I haven't been out there since. So March is the last time I've been out there. And I was thinking about how the new year is going to hit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to start training over there. again.
0: <laughs> so I think for just about everyone, 2020 has been a year of reevaluating, um, maybe gaining a new perspective on running and what running means to us, what the community means to us. Can you put into, you know, maybe a few sentences or what has 2020 meant for you with the race cancellations, group running being kind of frowned upon? Mm-hmm. How have you uh, reacted?
1: It's made me actually really, really grateful for the community. It was is the biggest thing. Um, first, it was a lot of time going to be being on your own and being able to kind of have that type of um, therapy by yourself running. And I do enjoy running by myself a lot. So it wasn't so bad at first, you know, because it was new. And it was like, okay, I'm just going to kind of put this tunnel vision in and just focus on what I can do, which was, you know, just trying to some challenging runs on my own or discover a little bit more by myself. And then um, then slowly, you know, figuring out, okay, if you're this far apart from people, if you bring your buff and wear masks, you know, like started running with people again. Um, but, you know, not, you know, gigantic groups anymore. Like we have like, you know, just small handful of people that are kind of your, you know, that they're being smart and, you know, you know what I mean? Like, so I do have a few people I will run with now. And I mean, I think that makes all the difference on these like really cold mornings and it's having the motivation of these other people like, no, we're going to do, yeah, it's 20 degrees and it's almost like raining out and it's gross and, you know, it's dark. I don't know if I would be able to do that without the motivation of other people. And I feel really lucky that um, I've met such great people who are willing to run with me I feel like in the beginning people had to have patience because I was definitely slow I mean I'm still I would say slower than most people I run with which I think is great I think that's a good thing in a way had that patience the beginning and now I can like kind of keep up with most people (laughs) for the most part so it's been really it's kind of cool to have that it's a really special group of people
0: and looking forward to hopefully a time in 2021 when things maybe normalize somewhat, although what that means is up in the air for sure. Do you have any plans for moving forward? Any races or just um, how you see your the future for your running?
1: Um, I'm definitely interested in doing my first real 50k. That's not just a backyard style where you get to, you know, stop and rest every hour for 15 minutes or whatever. So a 50K is definitely, you know, cause then I can, if the races aren't really happening, I can still kind of figure that out at least. If races are happening, yeah, I'd still like to try and do better at sisters. My favorite race though, is um, the Dunbar Monroe race. Nice. That's, I love that. It's like the perfect length. And I, that kind of course is kind of, it's uphill and then all downhill for five miles and downhill's like my favorite thing in the world. It's like the best way to feel like a little kid.
0: And it's out in the middle of nowhere. I've, I've only done yeah. it once. But I agree. It was uh, it was extremely enjoyable. Smallest crowd. Yep. And, uh, very uh, different from sisters. Yeah. and it actually is sure. somewhat runnable <laughs> for the most part. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of climbing followed by lots of descending, and uh, you know, great time of year as well. So yeah, you know, a part of the, the the podcast for me is not necessarily talking about. What people have done, but why they do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of looking into the, sort of the genesis of why they got started in, into running as a pastime, what they've been doing, and, and kind of what they want their legacy to be as well. You know, it really changes us as people. Uh, we are introduced to a whole new community, uh, form friendships, and have experiences that, that shape us in very profound ways. Yep. Um, so just thinking of yourself, I know you have, is it two? kids?
1: Yep. Two kids, eight and 11.
0: And it it looks like they, they share some adventures with you as well. Have you thought about how you'd like your legacy to be going forward um, in terms of how running has influenced you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I feel a lot of it is just liking to be outdoors a lot and having that connection. And I really want my kids to have that part. Like even if it's not running, hiking, you know, just being outside and enjoying and respecting the outdoors and and nature is really important. Uh, and just adventures in general. So even if they don't want to run, even though I would think that's great. And Ivy's done a few um, 5Ks and she's she likes it. And River is a really good sprinter. So yeah, I guess when I, when I think of Legacy, that's what I think about is more. And then just getting outside on days that maybe you don't want to. I feel like that's what running will do too for you is I feel I didn't have that when I was younger. If it was bad weather or winter, I wasn't a runner. And I, I think you are still a runner if you only like to run when it's really nice. I think we're all just different. Um, but I do think getting outside, even if you don't want to, sometimes is like just super important because I think you just mentally still need it. I mean, some of my favorite times I've gone running are coldest horrible winter day even though I'm definitely someone who doesn't like being cold but running keeps me warm enough I'm fine and you feel like you've conquered something even more so you know if you look back and you see that there's a foot of snow out and you're like I was out there for two hours awesome for my kids to have something like that doesn't have to be the exact same thing but just sometimes you have to push yourself to do things that at the time you don't want to do but you know that you really do want to do it in the long haul is important um, and just having something that helps you mentally, you know, some type of exercising is just important. I think for everyone's sanity.
0: Yeah, no, the the first five or ten minutes of a run, for me, is always painful, mentally and physically. Yeah, oh but, sure, yeah, once, absolutely. Once you get going, it's it's uh, it, it changes changes my mood, changes my day, um, all for the better. I don't think I've ever regretted a run.
1: Yeah, that's that's such a big thing i think that's what yeah if you're once you're in the middle of a run when you really didn't want to run and like you're saying that first five ten minutes or mile or so whatever that you're just still like oh it's just so important to everything inside of you it's just like oh wow look at me now like this is it's all it took you know
0: well i want to thank you again for for taking some time at the end of the day to uh what oh, absolutely hopefully and you're more of a morning runner for me i think it takes a few hours my metabolism to get going I don't know if I can actually do morning runs I've tried I've tried but uh I, and I've switched
1: time. over the years like now I'm definitely like this afternoon one was hard because I had both breakfast breakfast and lunch in me and I was like oh so
0: <laughs> you said you switched from afternoon to morning
1: yeah I used to be more of a evening runner and then I mean, I was lucky last year because um, with my time, I could run at nine in the morning, which is like honestly, if you have a life set up that you can run at nine in the morning or nine or ten a.m., like that's it's pretty sweet. Um, but Sounds. yeah, I mean, yeah, but but it, but no one's around early in the morning, so you do feel like it's pretty cool to be in the dark and then see the sunrise is pretty awesome.
0: It's pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, when I have done it for races, I I do. Yeah. I do like it then, but it li- literally takes having a race that I've signed up for and paid money for to get my ass out of bed and get out on the trails. You know, I'll set my shoes at the end of the bed, put the clothes out, get the breakfast ready, and I just, I roll over and go back to bed. Oh, okay.
1: I know you're going to have to leave, but how about you? Do you have like a race or something, a goal for yourself for the next coming year?
0: Yeah, it's a really good question. I'm kind of waiting to see, I guess, what January looks and feels like. I think racing will pick up again. I know New Hampshire had races through the summer and the fall. In fact, I did one of the races at um, – it was in Nashua. It was at some park. And it was actually – it was really fun. It was cool. fairly small. It was low-key. People finished. They got in their cars and drove home. But mm-hmm. it just felt good to be on the starting line. and. Yeah eating, although it really didn't feel like a competition, but pushing yourself. So I think that we'll come back in the spring. I would like to do a destination race. My I, I turned 50 last year and my goal on my 50th birthday was to go either to you know, the Alps in Europe or Iceland and, and find a 50k trail race there. Oh, wow. Obviously that didn't happen. So I'm going to pretend that I'm turning 50 this year. Yeah, why not? Maybe, maybe line something up coming up. We'll see.
1: That's really so yeah, cool.
0: It's been years since I've done that kind of thing. I, I literally, the reason this year is so important to me, I fell in love with running again after years of really hating it. I had, oh, I had wow, done really? a ultra marathon in 2016 and it just killed me. I don't know if it damaged my adrenal glands or or what, but. What what race was it? Vermont 100. Oh, wow. Uh, and I was okay for about a month, third month and a half after, and then mm-hmm. I just, couldn't run. I don't know what it was. I just physically couldn't do it. And mentally, uh, the spirit was strained for me. And it took kind of me just getting out on the trails by myself during pandemic quarantine, mm-hmm. and just hiking, you know, running where I could, and just slowly rediscovering what it meant to me. Um, and that's kind of how this podcast came back, is it mm-hmm. stories and experiences maybe had value to other people, and I wanted other people's stories to inspire other people. <laughs> Maybe I'm not expressing that very well, but oh, yeah. essentially, again, not necessarily people's achievements, but people's motivations for running and the, the changes that it can have have for us. Uh, I don't think I've met a runner that hasn't uh, been influenced for the positive going right. through the uh, the experience of committing to training and. Uh, Sometimes help, that's it's like right. the
1: only thing. If other things are going wrong, I mean, I I feel like running something I could just focus on. You know, like oh, I'll well, have this, and this is someplace I can go, and you know, be a part of myself no matter what, yeah. and escape all this other <laughs> crap.
0: And even a bad run is a good run. You know, like you can go to work and have a bad day, or you can you know go out with a friend and have a bad experience. But a bad run always feels like it fills you somehow. At least that's my experience. No. I, Totally I see, agree. I see it down on myself for um, what felt like dead runs, but now that I've gotten older, it's they're all good. I don't, I don't think of them that way anymore.
1: Well, yeah. I'll be looking for advice for uh, ultra running training from people, since I've never gone more than 22 miles, and that was one time. <laughs> so,
0: I, you've, you're pretty high mileage though. I think a 50k is going to come naturally for you. I think the training is going to come naturally for you. You're surrounded by people that have got the experience. I've done it. And the testing grounds that you're out on Mount Tom, Seven Sisters, uh, that's, that's going to toughen you up for sure. So I'll be curious to follow you and, and to hear what you land upon for your uh, 2021
1: 50k. Awesome. Well, same with you. So we, And I think that's the other thing. It's like, you really do care about what everyone else is doing in this community. Like you, I'd like, a, want to know what you're going to do. Like, oh, that's so cool. You know, whatever it ends up being. and.
0: Yeah, so many inspirational performances and 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 people this year. Um yep. watching what people have done with the fact there's no races. People are going out and getting very creative with with root finding or uh just whatever they're doing. It's it's been yep. really neat to dig deep that way. Yeah, definitely giving me ideas for kind of changing up my training for twenty twenty-one. I've really been focused on Mount Tom pretty much because it's directly between where I work and where I live, it's very mm-hmm. easy to just stop off and pull over, hit the trail, get back in my car, and then, then go home. But I think yeah. I want to do a little more exploring. Uh, in the yeah, the year.
1: I definitely feel the same. I feel like I love Mount Tom, and I'll always love Mount Tom, but I do feel like I would like to go more places. And that's hard, since I don't know a lot of other places well. So then, and now with, you know, COVID, it's not like I'm traveling in cars around with people. So it's, yeah, it's tougher to, you know, go someplace that's an hour or two or, or so away. You know what I mean? Like that's, someone will meet you for about a half hour, you know, like half hour away. That's really about your limit that you're going to get with someone normally going to drive up to meet with you, unless you're making a huge deal out of something, you know, so. All
0: right. Well, thanks, Audra. That was no, great. Thank
1: you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm no, so I nervous.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for taking the time this evening and yeah. uh, maybe we'll see you on the trails at some point. Thanks for listening, and until next time, run fulfilled.